You're listening to Hope for Women with Father Wounds, Episode 12, God Loves Us with Intentionality. I am your host, Kia Stevens. This podcast is for women who have experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship as a result of divorce, abandonment, abuse, incarceration, addiction, or a physically present but emotionally absent father. The aim of this podcast is to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God, the Father. Right about the time I entered fifth grade, I began to be bullied. I was just 12 years old and already struggling with issues of self-esteem, self-worth, and love. I can remember dreading school, literally hating it. I begged my mom not to make me go back on numerous occasions. She opted not to take me out of school and instead prayed and encouraged me periodically during this time. But despite her encouragement and prayer, I still felt alone and like the walls were closing in on my little middle school life. This was one of my hardest adolescent seasons and probably one of my most defining experiences. I say defining because the struggles and battles I fought and oftentimes lost stayed with me well into adulthood. The taunts and teasing from my immature and aloof peers laid the foundation for a slew of false beliefs. To name a few, I do not measure up. The opinions of others determine my worth. I am a victim. I must please other people to avoid rejection. I cannot be happy unless my circumstances change. I must be perceived as pretty by others to have value. The affirmation of man is more important than that of God. This poor belief system prompted me to believe my life did not have meaning. I questioned whether I was loved a lot. And as a result, I questioned whether it mattered if I existed at all. I experienced suicidal thoughts as a preteen and even in adulthood it was a bit of a perfect storm for me then I remember life being in a critical place emotionally for a few years during my adolescence I believed every last one of those lies and those lies soon drove poor decision making and actions as a result beliefs drive actions and actions over time become habits consequently I packed up my false beliefs and marched right on into adulthood. On the outside, I looked like an adult. I had adult responsibilities, but I was still carrying baggage from my childhood. You know, those people that take a trip and then return home only to leave their unpacked luggage in their bedroom for weeks? I may or may not be one of them. I am notorious for taking a trip and allowing my unpacked bag to sit in the bedroom for a couple of weeks. It is not that I don't want to get everything put away and in its place. It is that the thought of doing the work of sorting the dirty from the clean clothes, putting the clean clothes away and washing the dirty clothes feels like a lot of work while I simultaneously just want to be lazy. I would rather have someone else come and do it for me, but those people are not coming. And if I never deal with my luggage, it will simply stay in my suitcase in the bedroom. I have to unpack it and deal with the contents inside. 
This is the same for my emotional baggage. If I don't choose to unpack the contents, they are not going to go anywhere on their own. Eventually, God began to deal with my emotional baggage. I had to stare those lies in the face and combat them with truth. The biggest lie being that my life did not matter. But the more I began to dig into the scriptures, the more I began to see how much of a lie this statement truly was. In Jeremiah 1 and 5, it says, before I formed you, I knew you. God is saying several things to Jeremiah, a prophet in the Old Testament, in this single statement. One of the first things that stands out to me is this phrase, I formed you. Who is doing the forming? The I in this sentence is no regular pronoun. The I in this sentence is referring to God, the eternal sustainer, creator, ruler, king, and sovereign God is the one who is doing the forming. The forming is not done by a random inventor or some scientist. This is the same God who formed the universe out of nothing. He made the sky and the water, all the living things and mankind. This all-powerful God could have made anyone and anything, but he intentionally chose to form Jeremiah. This is the same for you and I. He did not have to create us, but I believe with intentionality he did because of his great love for us. Our existence is not an accident. It is not a mistake. Our existence is a conscious, intentional choice by God. He wanted us to be here. Everything about us was an intentional decision. This includes those features that we disdain. For me, honestly, one of those features would be my nose. When I mentioned that I was bullied earlier, one of the subjects of the teasing was my nose and how large it was perceived to be. I came to believe that I was not pretty and my nose was too big. This was a lie debunked by Jeremiah 1 and 5. What is the area in your life? What physical feature have you been disdaining? If we feel unloved, unwanted, or unimportant by man to include our biological fathers, we must realize that God has always loved, wanted, and valued us. The same words he communicated directly to Jeremiah also apply to us. I formed you. We too have been formed by God. Our hair texture, moles, body type, personality, annoying habits and quirks, and even our weaknesses were God's intentional decisions. He does not look at us and say, what was I thinking? I believe he takes a step back, looks at us and says, that's good. But why? Why would God want us here on this earth? What is my purpose in this life? Why do I exist? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410.
I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The answer to this common question cannot be found in people that we sometimes look to for affirmation. Although it is tempting to turn to people in search of an answer, that's a slippery slope. Because people, even our parents, are flawed and God never intended for them to determine the direction of our lives. That's his job. If we are looking to people to validate our existence, eventually we will come up short in their eyes, often with devastating results. We will be left questioning our worth and whether we matter at all. This does not mean that people cannot influence or speak into our lives. Often God uses people to communicate his heart to humanity. But what we hear from people should be balanced with what we see in scripture and what God is speaking to us through time with him in prayer. Each of us was formed by God for a specific purpose. Whereas each of our specific purposes are different, our common purposes are the same. We were made to glorify God. Our existence is to bring him praise. So God lovingly and intentionally created each of us for a unique and specific purpose. But that is not all I see in the scripture because the text says that before he formed us, he already knew us. Wow. Can you imagine an omniscient God knowing your habits, issues, quirks, sin patterns, etc. And still saying, I want her here. God knew everything about us. He knew how we would struggle. He knew our tendency to doubt and question. He knew our weaknesses and our struggles with temptation. God knew everything about us. And yet he said, I choose you. I want you here for a reason. Psalms 139, 13 through 17 says it like this. For you created my inner being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Sis, let this be an encouragement to you. God, your heavenly father, wanted you here for a reason. Your life matters and has meaning. Even if your biological father has not communicated this to you, your heavenly father has documented his unchanging thoughts concerning you in his word before you were ever born. You are loved, wanted, and valued by the God of the universe. And that is enough. Whether your dad is deceased, absent, divorced, unavailable, incarcerated, or you don't know who he is, sis, there is hope for you. Hope to be healed. Hope to be secure. 
Hope to be free, completely free. Hope to be satisfied with the love of God. Yes, there is hope for women with father wounds. This was episode 12 of Hope for Women with Father Wounds. I am your host, Kia Stevens. Join me for episode 13, God is Accessible. Hope for Women with Father Wounds is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so that more listeners can find us. You can learn more about Kia Stevens and her ministry, The Father Swap, by visiting kiastevens.com and fatherswap.com. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Gibbons, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, just head over to lifeaudio.com. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.